G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today, uh, there was a, there was a little bit of news and, uh, we are coming to talk about it today, diving deep into the, uh, the big news day, which was, uh, Thursday the 3rd of November. Let's go! Jordan open! Chicago with the lead! Brian! To shot! Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life. AD basketball. Back out to Allen. History quarter. Curry for three. Wow. Unbelievable. Making it rain in New York. We the North are now we the champions. Not the destination. G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. You can also check me out over at BallBoysNBA.com where we have just released our first exclusive uh, Q&A podcast to all of the subscribers over there. So if you are, if you're after some more content, if you want a hundred percent guarantee that I will answer your question in as much detail as I possibly can on a podcast form. Um, head over to ballboysnba.com. It's still okay. You can go over there and subscribe there. It is just 10 bucks for the entire season. We're going to be doing a podcast for Q and A's, uh, once a week. Um, First few weeks, moving houses and the craziness of the NBA season, hosting a lot of sort of stuff over on Twitter and um, pumping out content as much as I can. But now we're settling into a nice routine. Um, I will be doing those once a week. To get your questions answered, go over to the ballboysnba.com, hit the exclusive tab, exclusive, exclusive Q&A tab on the website over there. If you are a subscriber and you're logged in, you should be able to see a little blue uh question box thing, a button down the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. Hit that one, type in your questions, send it away, and I will be, uh, I'll get the question and then I'll answer it. Um, make sure your questions are submitted by the end of the last game on Thursday night America time. So by the end of the last game, so for today, it was the uh, OKC Denver Nuggets game. So once that game finished, I start recording those uh, podcasts. And then that night, that day, the podcast should be up onto the website. So those are when I'm going to be redoing those podcasts. So check them out over there. Um, now that we've got that bit out of the way, um, we've got a bit of news to cover today, guys. And uh, look, it's it's none of it's good news. Uh, it's it, it yeah, it's a uh, it, look. Before we get stuck into it, the oh, here comes my cat. Um, the the NBA this season has been um, has been it's been of a shit, bit of a shit show. Uh, if you take away the basketball, the actual on court product, the um, yeah, there's a lot of shit things happening in, in the NBA right now, and uh, look, it's it's otherwise casting a big negative shadow over what is something that we all enjoy basketball at the highest level, and uh, I'm I'm pretty tired of it to be honest. I'm I'm hoping that. I don't know, and I don't think this will be the case, but I'm hoping that we can get back to just as much basketball talk as we can and uh, this stuff and go behind us, but somehow I just don't think that's going to happen. But we're going to talk about it. We're not going to shy away from it. It does have a lot of implications to our fantasy rosters, so let's get stuck into it. We'll start with probably the one that has the least impact, and that is the Miles Bridges news. He had his uh, hearing today finally, which after I think I got pushed back three or four times, delayed a few times, but he um, pleaded no. I think, yeah, I 
forgive me if I'm butchering the actual terminology and legal jargon, but I think he pleaded no contest, uh, basically uh, admitting that he did what he was alleged um, or uh, prosecuted of. So he, um, the the fallout is that he don't, he won't be receiving any jail time. Um, is going to be having three years of probation, um, lots of community service and all those sort of things. Um, he currently still is a free agent. He has not been signed by anybody. Um, I've had a few people ask me already the fact that he doesn't have any jail time or anything like that. Uh, is this Does this mean he's an ad? What are we doing with Miles Bridges? Uh, I don't think, especially for redraft leagues, that you should bother adding him. I don't think that the NBA, because he's basically admitted to doing what he did, we've seen the NBA suspend people for a lot less than this kind of thing. So even if he is um, picked up by a team, added to a roster, given a contract, I think at that moment when he is a employee of the NBA or an employee of a team, then they will step in and uh, discipline him uh, accordingly. And I do believe that uh, there's still an extreme likelihood that he is not going to play a single game this season uh, because of what he has done. In Dynasty Leagues, maybe it's a different story. Maybe he has a chance to play in future seasons. Um, This kind of thing is something that can severely impact an individual, as you probably could understand, and might uh, derail his season. But... Look, if if you don't have any moral obligation or sorry, moral um, adversity or what's the word I'm looking for, moral objection, I should say, uh, to adding a player like Miles Jack, uh, Bridges on your fantasy dynasty roster, then sure, I guess in a wins and losses, it could be okay if it's a deeper format and, and you're not spending much to pick him up, but. Uh, for me, I don't really want to be rooting for this kind of a guy to get back onto the court because, I don't know, what he did was pretty awful and pretty shit. So um, in, in redraft leagues, don't bother. I don't think he's going to be back out there. I think there's still lots left to go under the under the bridge with this one there. So I don't necessarily think that that's going to impact us too much, uh, at least definitely not for redraft leagues, is my opinion. The second news uh, item that we're going to hit for today, which is what I woke up to this morning, uh, James Harden is going to be out for about a month with a, uh, I think it's a foot tendon injury. Um, so I tweeted this out as soon as I saw the news. Add Anthony, uh, DeAnthony Melton. Make sure he is added. He is a must-add player. Eight teams, ten teams, twelve teams, fourteen teams, everywhere. Make sure you add him, and then we'll see what happens. We've already seen that even when a player like Joel Embiid, the center for the Philadelphia 76ers, is out for an injury, that Melton is a guy that's going to get 30-plus minutes a night. In that kind of a role, he is a top 75, top 80 player. He's going to give you elite steals, some decent assists, some great threes. He's going to score uh, decently as well. Uh, The blocks will actually be okay for a guard as well. Uh, The field goal percentage will still be uh, not the best, Okay, so be ready and to ride some poor shooting nights, I do expect that to, to come and go. He does have some games where he puts up really good efficient lines, but then there are other games where he might go one for seven. Um, uh, but he'll still probably give you two or three assists, uh, two or three assists, uh, two or three steals, a block, um, and, he, and that one shot he probably hits will be a three. So I think that he is a must-add player, and this uh, not to, I don't know, flex or brag on anyone, but uh, this is why I sort of say be patient with these kind of high upside guys because in a lot of leagues, I never dropped DeAnthony Melton when I had him. Uh, when other teams were dropping him, I was adding him off the waiver wire. So I've got him in a few few leagues right now and um, not to say that I predict this happening, but with a player like him, it, 
All it took was an injury to any one of the five starters and he was going to get a big boost. So it's not like you're waiting for one particular player, like a Nyeka Akongu kind of instance. So you're waiting for Capella to be injured, or uh, even a Hartenstein is a situation where you're waiting for a foul trouble game with um, Robinson uh, or, or any, something like that, or an injury to him. For Melton, it was clear that no matter who went out, the center, for God's sake, he gets 30-plus minutes. So you've got five times the more likelihood that he's going to have these these improved games. So I hope that you uh, listen to my advice and you have him still in your roster. If you drafted him, if someone dropped him, you picked him up. If he is still out there, again, big message here, must add player, go and grab him now. Uh, In terms of James Harden, obviously you're not dropping him. Um, You're stashing him away on IR if you can. If, um, uh, look, I had a little bit of concern with him going into the season about his soft tissue injuries. I mean, we haven't had anything like this before for him in terms of foot tendon issues. So um, these can be tricky. He said that there's been word that he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. I don't expect him to be back in that time. Um, I do obviously think that this helps a player like Tyrese Maxey. Um, you know, he was playing really well before James Harden was there. This helps uh, my nemesis and my number one bus candidate, Tobias Harris. He was actually serviceable b- before uh, James Harden gets there. So for you guys who haven't sold high on him yet, again, another lucky break. Uh, I think that obviously his value is going to stay elevated for a bit. And Jay- uh, Joel Embiid hopefully can, as I let my cat, cat out of the room here, uh, hopefully can sustain sustain his value and get back to doing his thing. So um, I think that this helps those three guys, but obviously uh, Melton is the biggest beneficiary. Outside of anyone else like that, George Niang, um, Shake Milton, I've been asked a couple of times. I don't think this is enough to boost them into standard league consideration. Maybe if in your like 16, 18 team leagues, you can add a Niang, but um, the other guys, I'm, I'm, I'd rather just sit and wait and see how what uh, plays out because I think that you're just going to see a big boost to those starters more than anything. Uh, those four in particular, outside of obviously a PJ Tucker. Um, so I think those guys all get a boost. Hopefully, this improves Tyrese Maxey's assist numbers and he can play a bit more of a point guard, which was always my concern for him. Uh, again, lucky break for a guy that I had on the bus show, but these things happen, you know. Um, and I think, obviously, uh, it's not going to be the rest of the season, we hope. So for this time, take it, run with it, and uh, enjoy if you are those, if you have those players on your team. And then the last bit of news that we're going to take uh, go through today, hopefully this is a short podcast, but we'll see. I've got, a, I've got a bit to say about this one, but Kyrie Irving, suspended. Um, now, I'm not going to pretend like I am the most well-informed person when it comes to this kind of a topic. Uh, I'm obviously sitting back over here in Australia, uh, quite removed from a lot of these uh, controversial uh, topics. I know uh, popular figures like Kanye West are saying a whole lot of shite right now. Um, I I try not to comment too much about that sort of stuff, but obviously when it impacts uh, what I do talk about fantasy basketball, we we have to talk about it and what it means for our team. So, um, uh, on the screen here, I'm going to put up basically the tweet that was sent out by Woj um, with the Brooklyn Nets statement uh, on on their response and what's happening with Kyrie Irving. And I want to I want to read it through again for all of the uh, audio listeners as well because I think it's important to have a look at the wording of this statement and what this potentially could mean for Kyrie Irving this season. 
Uh, so what they've said today is over the last several days, we have made repeated attempts to work with Kyrie Irving to help him understand the harm and danger of his words and actions, which began with him publicizing a film containing deeply disturbing anti-Semitic hate. We believe that taking the path of education in this challenging situation would be the right one and thought we had made progress with our joint commitment and eradicating hate uh, to eradicating hate and intolerance. We were dismayed today when given the opportunity in a media session that Kyrie refused uh, to unequivocally, unequivocally say that he has no anti-Semitic beliefs nor acknowledge specific hateful material in the film. This was not the first time he had the opportunity but failed to clarify. Uh, such failure has uh, to disavow anti-Semitism anti uh, when given a clear opportunity to do so is deeply disturbing and is against the values of our organization and constitutes conduct detrimental to the team. Accordingly, we are of the view that he currently is unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. We have decided that Kyrie will serve a suspension without pay until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures that address the harmful impact of his conduct and the suspension period served is no less than five games. Obviously, a lot there uh, to take in. Now, this situation, oh, I mean, first of all, Kyrie Irving, this 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 guy. I mean, uh, I feel bad because I was saying that Kyrie Irving was a target of mine, and I got I have him in a couple of leagues uh, in terms of his fantasy uh, value. We've seen he's a good basketball player. There's absolutely no denying that. Um, he obviously is a different guy, a different kind of guy, and it just seems to keep keep happening. Um, the way that they have quoted this and the wording that they've chose to use is quite worrying for me and, and Kyrie Irving's availability on this Brooklyn Nets team um, and potentially, I don't know, his availability in the NBA. It's, it's a very hard situation. I want to reread the last bit of this paragraph here um, because I think it, it really highlights the, the nervousness that I have for anyone who has Kyrie Irving on their fantasy team. Um, accordingly, we are of the view that he is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. We have decided that Kyrie will serve a suspension without pay until he, and this is the key part, until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures that address the harmful impact of his conduct and the suspension period is served is no less than five games. So let's get the obvious things out of the way. He is suspended for at least five games. That is the bare minimum. So he's out for the rest of this week. He's out for all of next week. So, okay, he's gone there. Um, the wording there to me says that they don't see that he is he is unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. So obviously, whilst Kyrie is uh, at least not publicly apologizing and not publicly denying his beliefs, which he has, if you want to use the word promoted or at least let run free and let speculation run free, um, then he is not going to be playing for the Brooklyn Nets. So I, the reading between the lines that I'm getting from this is that the Brooklyn Nets, one, want Kyrie to plainly, clearly, and obviously apologize for what he uh, did and what the interpretation for what he did to be um, to, to members of the community. They want him to clearly deny 
that he is that he has those views and he has those beliefs. Um, and and then the other part of that that message there is that until he satisfies objective remedial measures, so maybe there's some other kind of um, uh, tasks that they want him to do, community service or uh, donations or something like that. The other news that came out the other day today is that um, Curry Irving, I think, made a donation uh, for five hundred thousand dollars to again. I'm, I'm sorry for being uneducated here, but to uh, one of the organisations or, or, or charities. Uh, but that since was rejected by the charity, saying they can't good in, in good faith accept that because um, the the interview that went down today, where he was dodging questions like crazy, uh, not admitting that he doesn't have those views and uh, obviously that he is not uh, he's not apologetic he's not sorry so all of this said um, look Kyrie is not the type of guy that I believe what we've seen with the code vaccination status um, his unwillingness to bend to rules uh, he obviously doesn't seem to um, you know the threat of taking away his money and things like that doesn't seem to at least in the previous experiences that we've had with Kyrie Irving doesn't seem to affect this player. Um, so there is a very, very real possibility, a very, very, uh, I don't know if it's likely. Look, all of this to me is just speculation, but that you have to be prepared that Kyrie Irving might not play for the Brooklyn Nets ever again. Um, that is a very distinct possibility. In fact, it's, it's almost likely at this stage. Now, does this mean that he is traded? Does this mean that he is sent home for the rest of the season? He's a free agent at the end of this year. He, there's no more contracts tying him to the Nets beyond this season. Um, so whether or not the Nets just let him walk and don't get any compensation for him, whether or not another team would actually trade for him, it's it's all extremely, extremely murky. Um, I don't... It's, it's unprecedented. So uh, for me to tell you uh, what to do with Kyrie Irving, obviously I don't, I don't really know. If for whatever reason you are able to get a top 40 player, a top 50 player um, for Kyrie, I would do it. I'd pull the trigger. Uh, if you could get uh, two uh, good players that fit your build in a deeper league, like you know, two top 80, top 75 guys, um, and you had some junk on your on your team that you wanted to drop, and you weren't really losing much by dropping a player, I would do it. If it's similar to what I've said before about the Kawhi Leonard situation, again, strictly speaking from a fantasy basketball perspective, he is too, he's too good to trade for someone that could be just hanging around in that just inside the top 100 area because, again, we don't know what happened. It, there is a possibility it, it is just five games. It could come out tomorrow that Kyrie Irving apologizes. He um, ticks all those boxes and he's back out on the court. And then you've traded a guy who's first round per game for someone who, you know, a Tobias, Laris, a Tobias Harris level who's just all right at everything and, and, and not really going to help you all that much. That could be a huge thing here. But um, just by the what, what we know about Kyrie Irving, I think that that is a lesser likely scenario. So, and, and also, I, I just don't know what you're going to be able to get for Kyrie Irving. The, the perception of him, the value of him in fantasy, in NBA is extremely low right now. Um, it's, it's just a really tough situation. And I think that it's, it's something that is unfortunate. I don't, I didn't think that this was going to happen week three in the NBA. Um, 
look, we've seen him do things before. Um, uh, nothing that could lead to something like this. Obviously, we thought the, the COVID stuff was out of the way. Um, so I apologize if, if what I've said has led you to drafting him. I hope that I outlined my reasoning for him. I'm in the same boat. I followed my actions through and uh, I've drafted him here. So, uh, and it might be okay, but from this point of view, it looks, it looks grim. It doesn't look like it's, uh, it's going away anytime soon. I, I definitely don't think he's coming back in five games. I think it's going to extend much longer than that. Um, and whether or not it, it is a full season thing, um, I would be preparing myself for that. Hopefully your league has an IR, an IR plus spot that you can just store him there, stash him, and then use this news, use this suspension to grab someone, maybe a DeAnthony Melton or someone else off the waiver wire um, and at least uh, not waste that spot. Um, and even if you did, I probably would still be waiting for more news to come out. Uh, I probably wouldn't be dropping him if I had no, if I had other injuries or if I had, um, you know, no IR spot, I would still be holding at least for the next week or so, um, just to see what is going to happen. There is going to be so much more news coming out about this in the future. Uh, as much as I am sick about it and I'm sure you're sick about it. I think that this is probably just the beginning. Um, hopefully it blows over, but again, I seriously doubt it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just really unfortunate how this affects the rest of the Knicks. I think this is positive news for Ben Simmons' fantasy value. He's probably going to be running more point guard. Maybe we see some more lineups with him and Claxton playing out there together. They run him more as a point guard and less as a center. Um, so I think that this could be good news for him. I think this also marginally improves the value of Kevin Durant as obviously the unquestioned leader of the team, especially on the offensive side of the floor, uh, even though he's already doing amazing things. Um, you're going to get guys like uh, Seth Curry, uh, Royce O'Neal, um, who else? Joe Harris. All of these other guys get a marginal boost, but they're still not super valuable because, again, it's it's all points and threes. And it might be useful, so if you need those things, you can go and grab those guys and, and stream them in and just see how that, that works. I think Royce O'Neal is probably a, a must-add player at this point. Um, as much as I don't think he's that good of a player or that good... Of, I shouldn't say that. He's a decent player. He's a good player for the NBA team, but his fantasy appeal is not all that exciting and not all that uh, high upside. But I think he is going to just volume his way and minutes his way to good minutes, uh, to good value. Uh, and he can also provide at least some defensive stats. So I think those are going to be the guys that benefit. Hopefully, Claxton and Ben Simmons can play together, elevating their value as well. So I'm pro- maybe a little bit less concerned about Claxton than I was uh, a little while ago, but still very much something to monitor. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's a it's a bloody shit show. So those are all the topics that I wanted to talk about today, guys. Um, let me know what your questions are down below in the comment section if you are here on YouTube. Uh, what are you doing with Kyrie? Honestly, I'm literally asking you guys, what are you doing with Kyrie Irving? Because I need help because he's on my team too. Um, uh, ask me over on Twitter at NBA if you have any more questions, and I will see you guys next time. Laters.